Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today is... CDL113, the droid you've been looking for. Nobody was looking for you. Nobody! And we have the views to prove it. <laughs> and also and also with me is... The Todd Father. Uh... A little serious this time, shouting out Ahmad Avery and his family. Uh, watched the video of his murder last night. Got me kind of screwed up. Uh, that's not normally pop culture, but we're tied to pop culture. You should watch that. It should piss you off. In the words of my favorite character from American Gods, Mr. Nancy, anger gets shit done. Yep. Mm. All yeah, right. It's, it's fucked up. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about parodies, or specifically our favorite parodies. Uh, and, you know, this can be, you know, comics, TV, movies, whatever. Uh, so, Todd, why don't you get us started? All right, I'll start us off with Blazing Saddles. A classic. Mel Brooks' Blazing Saddles, back in the 70s? I think that was the 70s. I was a little kid the first time I saw that. Yeah. Which raises all kind of questions as to why my parents would let me watch that. But anyway. <laughs> Forgot you were in the room, maybe. Well, that was the thing. I, was, I had the benefit of being young enough that they would play things and figure, ah, hey, he ain't paying attention. <laughs> I was so paying attention. Uh, easily my favorite cowboy parody. Uh, How many cowboy parodies have you seen? A few. <laughs> back, back in the late 60s, early 70s, they did several, you know, spaghetti cowboy uh, western parodies. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the name of that one where a dude was like, and he's, he's riding, in, he's standing tall in the saddle, and dude was actually, like, standing in the saddle. Yeah, yeah you, you, there, there are several. Okay. None of them are, su are very memorable, though. Uh, Blazing Saddles is easily my favorite. I was, as you guys know, I was bouncing back and forth of, uh, as to which Mel Brooks <laughs> movie I was going to use. A lot of you better ones him. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But I decided to go with Blazing Saddles. That That is easily my favorite, really, because... To this day, a lot of people don't really get who the butt of that joke is. Yeah. They are... It is horribly politically incorrect, and, you know, it's... There's copious use of the N-word, but we ain't the motherfucking joke. <laughs> they catch all them N-words, but most people don't catch the fact that everybody in Rock Ridge's last name is Johnson. Yep, they all ended it. <laughs> uh, but Cleavon Little, uh, Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks himself, Harvey Corman. It's Hedley Lamar. Harumph. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his right-hand man, Taggart, who looks like an, who freakishly looks like an ex-boss of mine. It was real hard for me to work back when I worked at the D-Home, it was real hard for me to look at him 
where I laughed my ass off because all I could see was Taggart. Should have just called him Taggart. <laughs> nope, I was not going to call the man Taggart. <laughs> but yeah, that one's, that one's either my favorite, well, till the third act. The third act, when the fight spills out into the sound stage, yeah, lose. Yeah, I, I remember watching it, not caring for that. Kind of like yeah, I didn't I care, care for the for end of, uh, and this is kind of another parody, I guess. But you know, the end of uh, Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail was kind of the same way. Yeah, you know, it ends basically the police just show up and arrest everybody. <laughs> you know, which was how they ended a lot of the old TV series or some of the old episodes of the TV series. So you know, it it kind of worked, but. Yeah, but like watching it, it, watch it, it the first time, not being familiar with that gag from the show, I was kind of like, "What is this crap?" Yeah, and like I said, I went with that one. The minute you said the police arrested somebody, I was sitting there going, "Damn, why didn't I go the naked gun?" That was what I couldn't remember from last week. <laughs> it was the naked gun. Too that right was what the hell I was going for. Yeah, I know it's too fucking late. Shout out to naked gun. <laughs> The naked gun got O.J. Simpson off because when they were saying, no, no, he was acting. Have you ever seen the naked gun? No. Yeah. Nordberg ain't fooled it. If, if Nordberg is the extent of his acting skill, yeah, he'd give that shit up. <laughs> you could damn near watch him read. Oh, no, Frank. I am going to the, yeah. <laughs> so that was mine. Nothing else you want to tell us about Blazing Saddles? I picked that one, and then I realized that, hell, I can't say half the shit from it. Oh, that's, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fair point, like a, actually. Um... Ain't, like I, ain't like I can repeat a fucking joke. The schnitzel. Hell, even that's inappropriate as hell. <laughs> yeah. Did the stop sucking on my elbow actually make it another film, or was that something they cut? Uh, you there's there's a version where that's in there, but yeah, most of the time they cut that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they cut that for the TV. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, cause it's yeah, stop sucking on my elbow, and then you hear his pants unzip, and I won't say you hear the thump. Yep. <laughs> and you hear it go oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you got the twos twoo line. Yeah, and that's the elbow. Oh. Yeah, it's it's true, it's true. Uh that's stop sucking on my elbow, dear. And then you hear the zip. Yeah. Yeah, but the only joke you can keep from that one is Lady please, I'm not from Havana. And I'm pretty sure even that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, uh let's see. Who is gonna go next? I think you were. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll go yeah. next. My choice is much less adult. Uh, it's just, you know, long enough since I've seen it that I don't know that I'll be able to repeat jokes either. But anyway. Growing up, one of my favorite cartoons of all time was the Tick animated uh, show. You know, it's a superhero spoof. Well, anybody listening to this podcast probably knows who the Tick is, you know. You've had the animated show. Oh, no. You've had two live-action shows. Yeah, that uh, is right. Both of which yeah, were pretty good. The uh, well, first one was the first live-action was super low-budget and all, but yeah, 
But, but it you was had Warburton. Old, yeah, you had old Warburton, Warburton doing his voice, or doing, do, yeah, playing him. Period, playing so. him, yeah. Uh, and also had my favorite line from that. As I was going around to a second base, if you know what I mean. Nope. 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 <laughs> you know, though I gotta admit, the guy in the Amazon show does a really good job with the tip, too. He really... Well, him and Warburton both really got the clueless aspect. Yeah. But, uh... And fun fact from the first TV show is the guy that plays Batman Wells, the same guy that plays the mayor in the Dark Knight series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, first I was two. gonna say that. But uh, anyway, well, yeah, uh, you know, love the cartoon. I mean, from the opening scene of the first episode where he's at the hero convention with, uh, I forget what it was called, but it's some sort of death trap, you know, the greatest engine of destruction 1973 had to offer, or 70, whatever. Uh, you know, which gets him assigned to the city. And then you, you run through and you've got your spoof characters. American Maid is a kind of... Uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder she's Wonder, Wonder Woman, but a little more flag suit. But yeah, you know, she's Wonder Woman. You've got yeah. Batman Whale, who looks like a Batman knockoff. Or not Batman Whale, uh, Deflator Mouse. Deflator Mouse. Because they changed his name in the uh, TV show. Uh, TV series. Live they, action. Yeah. Truthfully, though, they changed, uh, in that first live action series, they changed everybody's name except the Tick and Arthur. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so, you know, Deflator Mouse is the Batman knockoff. That's also a coward. And a coward. He just sort yeah. of stands on the rooftops and points the police in the correct direction. <laughs> you know, but talks like he is the shit. Yep. And let's be honest. Hell, the, the cartoon gave you the greatest villain of all time. Chairface Chippendale. Evil Midnight. Hell no. The evil Midnight Bomber with bombs at midnight. Yes, I could not find a picture of him, a good picture of him to put up, but yeah. That is probably my favorite episode, period. So when, yeah. they go, when they go to the yeah. superhero club and, you know, Arthur can't get in because he's a sidekick, so he's out in the sidekick lounge. It keeps cutting to this evil mid guy calling himself the evil midnight bomber that's you know, planning to blow with the club bombs. up. The evil midnight bomber with bombs at me. Just for that effed up conversation that he's, he it's like he's repeating a conversation he's had itself. with somebody. Yeah. And he said, he said, but are you evil enough, baby? Oh, yeah, baby, yeah, evil's all right with me. God, how many times have we sit around the comic shop quoting that? Yep. Quite a quite a bit. But uh But you know, it's based off a parody comic. But uh Yeah. You know, yeah. as a kid I was into anything superhero and there weren't really any other superhero cartoons. This was uh, on at the time. This was before you know, this was after Spider Man and the Amazing Friends were gone and, you know, Super Friends were gone and several years before animated series or or I should say, Batman the Animated Series or the Spider-Man series started up. Or the X-Men. Yeah, well, that was all around the same time. But yes, you're right. So well, it filled the superhero the... for me. All of that was around the same time as the team. No, I think they all started a few years later because I want to say... I remember because we, our... we were in the second house where my folks live now, I think, by the time Batman started up. And I was watching the Tick over at the first house, I remember. You know, Batman started in 92. Mm -hmm. I didn't, yeah. Batman started up, I didn't even know you guys. Well, you didn't know yeah. it was like 99 or so, but yeah. 
But anyway. Yeah, but my buddy, that was back when my buddy Rico was still down here, because remember I tell the story about him, was, us watching Heart of Ice, and he teared up. <laughs> and he had something in his yeah. eye, yeah. Yeah, and we, everybody's allergies kicked in. <laughs> but, uh, another episode I really liked was the one where you had, uh, the ticket Arthur go, in, go down into the sewer with Sewer Urchant. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. there. He was Wild basically Wild their spoof of, of Aquaman, but you know they didn't live by the ocean, so he lived in the sewers. And uh, oh crap, who, who was the character? He was who was the per- person he was actually spoofing? Uh, Woody Allen. No, he was spoofing Rain Man. And he's definitely right. doing right. this. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was like he was autistic. But once you got him down in the sewer, he was like super competent, and you know. Yep. <laughs> You know, the giant crap, the, what was it, the, uh, the wallet anglers. Yeah. It was like a deep sea fish, but instead of having a light on the end of its little tentacle, it had a wallet that it would flop out and then, you know, snatch people. Yep. But that was when I would sit around and laugh at that. My dad would chuckle at that one, because he was an old, he's an old school Marvel zombie, so. Uh. I'm trying to think of another... Well, what was the one? Thrakazog? Ah, uh, yes. The, uh, Three creature from, the, bog. the creature from, uh, was it Dimension 3B? Yeah. Because the, all the episodes of the Tick were always the Tick versus somebody. Mm. And that one was the Tick versus the Common Cold. Yep. Because that was the one where you had the, you had the Tick made of snot. Yep. Because he told the evil Arthur clone to go get a tissue sample from the Tick. And the whole, whole episode, Tick's fighting a cold, so in the the clone goes in there and Tick's blowing his nose he grabs that tissue so yep but uh which one was where they were Sex and the Frog Susan well now, oh, now you're, you're doing it right. what was that Danny which one was it which one was it when they were in space and they were going lint speed <laughs> that sounds familiar but I don't remember because, you know, you had all these devices that had, you know, an infinity symbol on them. Oh, we've got those on our planet, too. We call them eights. Well, I don't think it ever popped up in the in the show, but in the comic, you had the infinity ball show up. Yeah, all it was, it was, was. It, all it was, it was, was an eight ball turned sideways, yeah. Yeah, it, it was in one of the comics, or in one of the cartoons. Okay, they, did, they didn't wind up putting it in there? Yeah, and, and Tick just reached out and touched it. Yeah, we have those on Earth, too. We call them eights. I think the only thing that didn't make it in the cartoon was uh, the hypnotie. I don't ever remember seeing the hypnotie in the cartoon. Maybe not. And, no. I, and Paul the Samurai didn't make it in. No. Even he though didn't. he got a spinoff coming. And he was a samurai that fought with French. He was a samurai that was also a uh, baker and, you know, fought with yeah. stale French, French loaves. But, yeah. uh... I almost went as Chairface Chippendale for Halloween. Yeah, that was a nice villain. Tried to carve his name on the moon, but only got a few letters. Yep. And those letters were on the moon for the rest of the series. Yep. Yep. Until their Galactus not and their Galactus knockoff took a bite out of it. Yep. The moon. Their moon caught hell. Because Chairface Chippendale put a couple letters, and then Charles tried to take over. You know, uh-huh. in later episodes, and you know. Finish it out as his name. And then yeah, when they were cleaning it up, they wound up blowing the tick out into space, which is when he found the Galactus knockoff and brought him to Earth. 
Yeah. I want to say Chip Face Chippendale got C, H, and most of an A. I do remember. Give me a C yeah. about C. L. Seed was also a, a yep. pretty good villain. Voice by, voice by Ricardo Montalban. Yep. I think he did a few characters basically spoofing himself. I want to say he was in Freakazoid, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Freakazoid was, would have been another good choice, I will. Like I said, you, you, get, you get them when we start talking about the shit, I should have done. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but the ticket's right. one that's always, always held a place in my heart. So, uh... I, I, I bet your Dannys don't spin off the... <laughs> <sighs> All right, Danny. What do we got? I think my favorite parody has got to be Zorro the Gay Blade. Because it's a parody of all the, you know, the cool Zorro movies that they had done up to that, you know, the classic Zorros. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it put a weird twist on it. Uh... The uh, uh, main actor in it is uh, crap, George Hamilton. George yeah, Hamilton. George Hamilton. Who we were just discussing him before we like, started filming. Yeah, I know. It's why my white mind went blank. But he plays uh, Zora. He, you know, he, there is uh, uh, Don Diego Vega. And he ends up getting hurt when his twin brother comes back. Yep. His twin brother yep. Ramon. But he's been away, yep. and your know, father sent him away to, to make a man out of him. And he comes back, <laughs> and Bunny Wigglesworth. And, you know, his twin brother is gay. Well, he gets his brother to fill in for him as, as Zorro, you know, while he's rehabilitating. Just as a point of order, do they ever say the brother's gay, or do you just assume that? No, no, you just assume it. Yeah, you just assume it, but, yeah, it, it's heavily, you know, hinted by everything he says and does. In, including the title. Yeah. <laughs> but that is back when gay also meant happy. Yeah. But you've got, you know, the, the original Zorro only wore black. Well, when well, brother... That's a point of order. Neither of them was the original Zorro. Their father had just right. died. Their father, yeah, yeah. yeah, the father was the original. But when, uh, when the twin brother takes over, he thinks, you know, it, it's too... Depressing, so he starts drab. coming in and each costume yeah, is too drab. Color. He has a whole, you know. You even have one line from the bad guy asking, you know, okay, we've got such a, you know, two fruits, a vegetable, a flower. He, you know, it's well because they were describing was the costume red like a rose or yeah. red like a tomato yeah. or whatever, or red yeah, like yeah. an apple. I forget what exactly what it was, but I have not yeah. seen that show that was... since I was wee or that movie since I was a wee little thing. Yeah, because that was the thing. Was uh, call day was basically going. What was you? Know, as soon as they come in, what was he wearing? It was red, red like a radish or red like a rose, like a rose. Aha! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was one of them, just you know, over the top. It was just dumb. Yeah, it was just uh, dumb. You know, the first time I saw it, I absolutely loved it, and the second time I saw it, I was over at my grandparents. Who at the time still had a black and white TV? Oh, and I was so yeah, disappointed. It's like, oh, yeah. I've seen this before, but with the black and white, all his costumes look right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. In yeah, all the cases, was... I was uh, too young to be picking too too young to really pick up on the subtext of the title and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, like when Bunny's talking about being in a ship full of seamen, I was like, you know, then I ain't get it. That was a bunch of sailors. Now nah, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. But it, it was just one of those, it, it was funny, and then you had, like they say, as a kid, you watch it, it's just a funny Zorro movie. As well, yeah, as a kid, as a kid, Bunny was my favorite one because he used a whip. I like characters that used whips. Oh, that's like Indiana Jones. He used a whip. Nice. Well, Didn't get none of that joke. <laughs> no, it it wasn't until uh, like the nineties when I had it. I bought it on uh, video cassette, real cheap, and I rewatched it. Oh, as an adult, man, I just sat and giggled even harder because it was like I caught all well, the jokes. You got old enough to catch all the jokes as a little kid just looked like okay. It was yeah. one of those movies that hit different age groups in different ways. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's like some of the old Looney Tunes where there's adult jokes the adults get. I mean, not, not as an adult as, as some stuff, but where, you know, kids get it, get it at a certain level but then you still had jokes in there that would, you know, were funny for the adults. Yeah. Well, when you think about you know the old Bugs Bunny cartoons and stuff like that, they were made to put in at movie theaters as little shorts, mm -hmm. yeah, to kill time. So they had so to appeal to everybody. They had to appeal to every and yeah, they were aimed was, mostly at the kids, but they but they but made they sure to put enough stuff in there that parents wouldn't be bored. Yeah, which is why you got you know which folks is, our age or folks my uncle's age that you know will still sit down and watch Looney Tunes. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> it's hard as hell to find a Looney Tune now. Yeah, no, that is true. I think, well, uh, what's that new HBO that's coming? Max? Or, is it called HBO Max? That I streaming think that's what it is, yeah. Drop? All the Looney Tunes are supposed to be on there. Oh, nice. Which is the, which is the only thing that's got me tempted to get it. And you can find a few on YouTube. You know, I've watched the one, the, the Bugs Bunny one with Dracula that I like so much. You know, the Hocus Pocus. The Pocus Yep. Yeah. Pocus Cadabra. Abracapocus. Right. We're getting way off of Zorro, though. Hey, thank God. I, I, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to mention? Uh, like I said, uh, I know I watched as a kid and loved it, and... Really didn't catch all those jokes until I knew you guys and y'all were talking about it. Because, you know, I was still little the last time I'd seen it. I couldn't remember the title of the movie. I just knew it was the Zorro where he had his brother with the bright colors. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to say the last time I saw that movie, I was in junior high. But like I said, me and a buddy of mine, we used to, we used to sit out there and shoot basketball, be quote. Because, you know, it's funny as shit. It's probably offensive as hell now. It's funny as shit. Well, you know, it's like yeah. Bla people wonder if, if Mel Brooks could have, done, could have done Blazing Saddles, you know, modern day. No. Oh, Mel Mel Brooks, they caught hell uh, when they did that, uh, oh, the the producers. Mm -hmm. Was that the yeah. when they When yeah. they redid it, you know, they caught hell for some of the stuff in it. That was tame compared to some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, yeah. you had that scene with Will Ferrell where he was, you know, like, uh, was pitching his idea and it was well, something Hitler. 
Hitler in springtime. Well, yeah, yeah, it's springtime for Hitler. Yeah, springtime that's, for Hitler. That's the, yeah, that's the whole thing in that movie is they were trying to make the, the worst damn play they could come up with, and they were like, this, this is horrible. <laughs> and it was a hit. And, yeah. and then they just kept making, you know, horrible, and, so, and they kept making money. Because even yeah. Mel Brooks has a cameo in it, like, oh, thanks. You know, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the whole point to the producers is they were con men. It was like, huh? When they got caught up, it was like, well, we'll come up with the most offensive, disgusting play we can imagine, and everybody will hate it. And they made it, and everybody loved it. Yeah. Spike Lee basically uses that same storyline for the movie Bamboozle. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Because that was Damon's whole point, was he was trying to make the most offensive show to prove a point, and it was a hit. And then it got good to him because he was making money again. Yep. Okay, I think I vaguely once remember it, seeing part of that one. Yeah, yeah. once it gave him the career that he actually wanted, yeah, he's, he went on and ran with it. But yeah, he created Mantan, the New Age Minstrel Show. You know, come think of it, it may have been over at your house and I saw part of this, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched it at, at, at a buddy's house that I used to work with. We'd, we'd pick a movie or whatnot. Some days watch it, and other days we'd play RPG games. But we watched that one day at his house. I was rolling. So just briefly Bye. to wrap up, uh, just quickly run through a few other, and we've already kind of mentioned several, but uh, are there any other parodies that you would like to give like an honorable mention to? Dead and Loving uh, It. Dracula Dead and Loving It? Yeah, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Eh, I thought that one was okay. I, enjoy, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I don't know if that would be... One yeah, the trick with Dracula Dead and Loving It, there's one scene that I like. Oh my god, man, did you just eat an insect right off the ground? Yeah. No. That, yeah, that part I like. The rest of the movie, I think. Well, that and Dracula's night, his daymare. Yeah, yeah. I was eating vine and drinking chicken. <laughs> I was drinking vine and eating chicken. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mel Brooks, I could have easily gone Spaceballs or History of the World Part One. Oh, piss yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, History of the World, I really like. Uh, I regret that we never got Part Two. <laughs> Oh, you really want to see Jews in space? Maybe. <laughs> but uh, let's see, what would be one for me? Uh, well, as messed up as, as a kid, as a kid, I thought Spaceballs was. <laughs> when, I first, when I first heard about Spaceballs, I was like, ooh, they're finally doing History of the World Part 2? Nice. I, I got some uh, a parody set for you, Machete. Yeah, is that a parody machete. or is that just a B-movie? Yeah, I think that's just a B-movie. Well, it's a parody, it's a parody it, of it was all just... the B movies. He's he's you know it's a parody of the of all those B movies where you had you know the grindhouse kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that was more of an homage and a parody because if you go well, I don't know because it's based off the little skit and the skit was definitely meant to be a parody. So uh, I'll give that one to Danny. Mm. That's the host. To me, that's, that's about like saying Kill Bill's a parody. No, it's an homage, but uh. You know, another one that that I now think about, I think I watched with you over at your spot, was uh, Fear of a Black Hat. I thought that movie was Oh, hilarious. God, yeah. Yeah, Fear of a Black Hat is, you know. It's people a, watch, people saw CB, CB4 
Fear of the Black Hat was the one that was funny as hell. Yeah. But yeah, I can remember I I can forgotten about that one. at that one. Poor Vanilla Sherbert. <laughs> Though my favorite joke is still the reoccur it's still the the uh the running gag the about manager. what what happened to their manager. Yep. Yeah, remember we went no man, I don't remember none of that. We were we were in Detroit. We in Detroit. No no, he was on the ground, he was begging. No man, we no, were in no, Detroit. No man, we're in Detroit. <laughs> <clears throat> the so, messed up thing is hell we will still quote that one from time to time what a, oh man I was in Detroit I thought the first uh, what was that one a haunted house uh-huh. remember the Waynes brothers did it after they lost the scary movie thing because they did two of them I think it's called a haunted house yeah I saw the first one, oh, one yeah and, it was decent yeah it, yeah, it was spoofing paranormal said, activity mostly yeah, remember we saw that one in, uh, we went to the movies to see that one after we came back from D.C. Was that when that was? Okay. Mm-hmm, because we saw two movies when we came back. It was, uh, A Haunted House and Gangster Squad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which oh, one? I got one just... Uncle Ray Ray in it. No, that was the f- second scary movie. That was the second scary yeah, movie. Second yeah. Scary yeah. Movie. yeah, that was the one where Uncle Ray Ray banged clown. Yep. Yeah, this, the first two scary movies would would deserve an honorable mention. A uh, haunted house. Yeah. Uh, I never did watch any of the scary movies once the Wayans sold it. I I saw one of them. They weren't worth it. They went into the toilet. Uh, you know, the superhero movie I never went and saw, which was them, which was the company that basically the company that bought scary movie doing the same thing just with superhero movies. Yep. Because you had superhero movie, you had dance movie, making fun of a. Uh, the, All the dance we, stuff. You got serve kind mm. of stuff, yeah. Yeah, they garbage. I tend to like my parodies. I like the old stuff, older stuff, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we feel surprised every now and then with one, but yeah. All right. Well, I guess anybody wrap this up? Oh, uh, oh, I was about to go. Anybody ever? I was about to say. Anybody remember Top Secret? Yes, I've yes. never Sal seen Kilmer. it. My God, really? I've always heard good things about it in some kind of way. I've never caught it. Top yeah, Secret it's... is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you would sit up. there and, and watch that movie going, how the heck did they get away with putting that in the movie? It's not horribly. Not compared to like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Hell no. I guess that's kind Hell, of the not compared to Zorro. Not compared to Zorro to Game Blade. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, hell, it was tame even for back then. All right. I no, guess matter we, of fact, we probably didn't show that one out even Ed. Okay. But, uh, so anyway, that's, that's pretty much the show for today. Uh, let us know in, in the comments if you have some favorite parody that, you know, some kind of way we didn't mention or that you thought deser- would have deserved a, an honorable mention. Uh, as always, like, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Send all the hate mail to Danny. Hey! Thanks, Todd. Yeah, I try. But, uh... So, was there anything else? Just like, subscribe. Eh, I guess that's about it for today. Like, subscribe, share. Send Danny hate mail. Yeah, I think that's everything. You know. Is it too early to announce we may be doing something new? Well, since uh, you just said it, no. Well, yeah, well, it, it might have been, but 
That cat's already out of the bag. Right. So hey, no, 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 no. We'll just cut it there. We're planning something, something new. Maybe showing up here in a little bit. We won't pin ourselves down. Though. So anyway, I've been your host for the day, the experienced some call Jason, and with me is Ben. CDL one one three. The droid you're looking for. And the Todd Father, back out in the gazebo of solitude, on the uh, recumbent bike of pain. And we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.